0: Hello and welcome to Trillions. I'm your host, Elise Grace, and today I'm chatting with the legendary Gary Vaynerchuk, CEO of VaynerX, co-founder of Resi and Empathy Wines. Gary was an early investor in Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, and has been consistently posting quality content across platforms for over a decade. He is a five times New York Times best-selling author and a diehard New York Jets fan with a plan to buy the team in his lifetime. Gary talks about patience, his investment portfolio, plus what he looks for in a founder before he gives capital. Listen into to this podcast as I ask Gary questions you've never heard him answer before. But first, here's me asking Gary to be on my podcast at an event back in August 2019. Hi. What's up Gary, my name is Elise Grace. Thanks so much for coming out to Australia. I'm sure a lot of people here are so, so grateful I've been watching you since 2016, I, uh, I started a media company, uh, shelved it because I wasn't loving it, like you said, you've got to love it. Yep, um, yep. I wanted to can it before I grew into a beast that I hated. Um, and more recently um, I've had a thinking, I love people, I love talking to people, I love learning from especially multi billionaires and billionaires because they're, they're on another, another level. So um, I, I, I started a podcast, I've interviewed one local entrepreneur, Philip DeBella, he's amazing, Um, and I would like to ask you if you'd be a guest on my podcast. Uh, Before before you shoot me down, because I've only had one interview, I want to say that I like to to you. Awesome. (laughs) So I'll just just finish by saying I wanted I wanted to ask you as a little fish to show people that you just have to ask sometimes, and uh, we're doing it. So that's. That's awesome, thank you. Um, you're welcome. Can I come grab a snap with you before I take off? Listen, now you're fucking pushing me. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'll leave it to the cool. podcast. There we go. Thanks, Gary. You're welcome. What's going on? Family man, also CEO of VaynerX, Gary Vaynerchuk, welcome to the Trillions podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for being here. So Gary, you have a little bit of experience making money and also investing. So uh, tell us, Gary, when is a good time to capital raise?
1: I mean, a good time to capital raise is when you need it and you see the opportunity in front of you is so clear that having patience and not giving up a percentage of your business is not the right strategy. It's that you're it's very clear to you that this accelerated capital will give you a competitive advantage and it's worth giving up a piece of your business to do that. I think a lot of people raise capital because they think they're supposed to. Mm. I think a lot of people raise capital because they're scared and they just want to have the capital which often leads to them wasting the capital. I think the time for capital is for acceleration when it's obvious Um, and so that's how I see it.
0: Okay. Cool, and so is there any type of calculation that, that you do when you invest into a company?
1: Yeah, I, I think the calculation is quantum qual. On the qual side is, do I believe in this person's ability to drive this to success? And then the quant is, do I think that the cost of this company is a value to me if and when they transact or go public or blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, it's a uh, it's. Do I believe in the 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 person, and do I think the price is fair? And a, and a lot of times, I'll think the person is right, but the price is way too expensive because everything's overvalued a little bit these days. And then there's other times where I think the deal is good, but the person who's driving it has no shot.
0: Okay, so it's really important to have the right type of person at the head of a company, driving the growth and driving the the business forward. Yeah.
1: Oh, way, way, way <laughs> more than people talk about.
0: Okay. So much. And what are those traits that you look for in somebody before you invest in them?
1: These days, because I'm trying to mitigate risk, I'm looking for somebody who's done it before, so I don't have to guess. Yeah. There's so many fake entrepreneurs and operators, you know, it's so hard. Um, so I'm definitely looking for experience more than ever. Um, I, I'm very fond of somebody who's done it once before. And then, um, and then you know that always can't be the case and so sometimes i'll look for uh, traits of who they were as a kid or or you know maybe how they acted within the company they just left to start this company looking for those human traits to give me indicators to there might be something here
0: yeah cool all right I also read Gary in 2019 your investment portfolio was across 80 different companies. Congrats that's incredible that's inspiring. What's the annualized return on this and, and is it better than the S&P 500 or is it something that you just enjoy? Oh well, you know Bit Facebook and
1: Twitter yeah, Facebook and Twitter and and Tumblr made me ROI positive against the, against the S&P 500 probably in perpetuity. Um so, you know, right now um a lot of the companies that I'm invested in of that 80 are still kind of either in play. their multiples on paper look great, whether it's Coinbase or Bonza or you know, there's a lot of things in that portfolio that look great. They haven't been realized because they haven't gone public or or um or haven't had a liquidation event. Also within them though, not only did I have those historic kind of like big bets and social, when I started Vayner RSC, my fund, we incubated a company called Resi, R-E-S-Y, which had a hefty nine figure exit to Amex. So that was a big deal. And then on top of that, um, outside of my investing, but in my incubating, I created a brand called Empathy, a wine brand that just transacted in a hefty eight figure transaction with consolation so my investing world has gone extremely well and I'm sitting on a ton of return that would outpace the S&P. The problem is the S&P is liquid, right? My, mm-hmm. my investment in my, I bought a bunch of Shopify, you know, two years ago because I saw the trends. That's doing extremely well and I can sell that in the next hour. Yeah. You know, I bought, a, I bought a ton of sports cards in the last two years and I can sell that on eBay and StockX. So I've done really well with that. I've done better in reporting with my investing. It just, all of it can go to zero if the world belts tomorrow. So, um, you know, in the macro macro I've won in a big way, uh, but I've got a lot of upside sitting. Hopefully they can find their ways to exit transactions or liquidation events.
0: Yeah, very cool. Awesome, thank you for sharing. And uh, Gary, in 2011, at your Remax keynote speech, I don't know if you remember, I'm sure you do remember actually, but you specifically said you buy the New York Jets in 26 years, and that's 2037. So, how do you specifically plan on doing this? <laughs> um, you know,
1: I think what I just talked about, I've come to realize I'm a very good operator when I put my mind to it. I've built out this Vayner Media, Vayner X ecosystem that I can build on top of my two partners in empathy were executives from VaynerMedia. So I've got the model in place, the blueprint. Um, so my intuition is that I will start or incubate or buy brands and then operate them to successful flips. And so I think by 2037, I'll have uh, a big one that's big enough to make me make a real play for the Jets and. Obviously, I have to wait till the Johnson family is willing to sell. You know, that's that I can't control, but I can definitely control my behavior and to try to put me in a position to buy. So that's where I'm at.
0: Yeah, very cool. And how do you put yourself in a position to uh, to 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 know these types of people? And to uh, sorry about the sound. How do you put yourself in a position where you get to meet these types of people? And um, you know, like in the early days where you got to invest in Twitter or Facebook, Snapchat. Uh, how did that, you...
1: happened, that happened through content creation. I was making videos on Viddler and YouTube in 2006 when nobody was really doing that, which led to a lot of notoriety in the Web 2.0 circles, which led to me going to South by Southwest and all these circles. And I was just networking in that world. And then you know that you become friends with Mark Zuckerberg or <laughs> or Kevin Rose or Dave Karp or you know, Biz Stones or you know, whoever they may be. And that... Travis and others that led to opportunities. So yeah. I put myself in the center of it physically at conferences and events, um, and definitely virtually through the content I was making in that arena.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like you're preaching. You constantly preach about produce content, 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 content. So it's not even just about putting your name out there. It's also about getting noticed by the companies and then being given these opportunities. So, man, it sounds like. And I like- had the love-
1: right or smart at the time too. You know, content that content is the gateway but what that content is is the variable of the opportunity.
0: Yeah. That's what it sounds like, which is really cool. So, what other opportunities have come from you putting out content? Like what's what's the next major opportunity that you've had? Brand deals. One more time.
1: I want to I want to make sure I understand that question. One more time. I apologize.
0: Uh, So what's another opportunity that you can, so putting content out there, people, people know you is an opportunity. You get to meet founders of companies in the early days when you're being consistent on these platforms. What's one, one more opportunity that you've had from being consistent on social media? Um, Meaningful
1: relationships, you know, um, Mm -hmm. the ability to look back fondly on moments in my life and seeing if I was right, wrong, or indifferent, um, but it, I think it's been the biggest gateway to human relationships, whether that's being friends with an athlete that I admire, whether that's being able to hire an executive that's made my mission more successful, whether that's been you know introduced to people who've changed my perspective or educated me on situations um, you know it's, it, to me to me, content creation is oxygen yeah.
0: Yep, 100%. <laughs> okay, cool. I like to flip the interview for one question, Gary. So ask me anything. Let's let's. uh Oh, I like that. That's good. Um, uh,
1: in your journey of becoming aware with me, what was the biggest thing that changed from what you first thought I was about, the first time you ever saw me, or the first time you ever had a thought on me, to what you think now?
0: Uh, when I first clued on to you, I think it was 2015, 2016, and uh, you, were, you were super personal, I think, back then, because perhaps your, your, um, your profile was a little smaller, um, I think one million or maybe a little even less than that. Uh, and you were snapping people back and you had the time for that but now you've got a team pre- creating content and and your stories are a lot of cura- like pre-created content that's been that's been shared to to promote it on your stories but i miss i miss the gary v snapping himself walking to the <laughs> walking to the plane you know or gary who's at the airport lounge so bring that back like i really miss uh, i really you miss know, the it's, personal it's funny stuff. you said
1: that I agree. And you know where I've been doing it? I've been doing that more on my texting platform, one-on-one, even more personal. But to your point, that's a great call. And I'm looking forward to that, especially because I've had this COVID time where I haven't been able to do any of it. I'm definitely excited to, to add that element.
0: Yeah, cool. I'm excited for it too. I I tried your texting, thing, but uh, in Australia we can't text the the US. Know, the, it doesn't work. So we miss I you, know. Gary. Bring bring even just one or two snaps a day. You know, on your uh, to make it more personal. I, miss, I will do that. I miss that element. So uh, yeah, I will I will bring it. Thank you. Cool, cool. And no, thank you for having me on. No worries. Just uh, I think we've got. A seven more minutes. Yeah, so, um, go ahead, let's rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, so when you look for money, you get rich. When you look for legacy, you change the game. That's one of your quotes. So what's the legacy you plan to leave before you die, once you die?
1: My biggest hope is that everybody realizes I was a man on a mission to give more than he asked for in return. That's really important to me. I really, really want to be that guy. I like being that guy and uh, that's my legacy. He yeah. Gave more than he took.
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. And how do you do you have a measurement for that? Do you have a some way of making sure that you're giving more than you take? How do you quantify that?
1: I quantify it through daily action. For example, this, right? Yeah. You know, I said I would do it. It, You know, it takes time with my chaos, but here we are. You know, there's a lot going on right now. I've got a lot of things that I need to address. And, you know, this twenty minutes on my calendar, if I'm being audited by people, makes no fucking sense. Yeah. You know, it's it just it doesn't. On the flip side, it makes all the sense in the world because I know that for you, this interview allows you to get so many more interviews, so much more awareness. Thank and that you. excites me, that makes me feel nice. You earned it. And and that it's an example of me giving.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I really appreciate your time, thank you. Uh, a lot of my followers and, and um, audience wants me to shout out and say thank you to you, Gary, on behalf of me uh, for everything that you do. A lot of them have uh, taken big actions in their life because of you and what you put out, so thank you on behalf of them. Uh, they also want to know about some of your failures. I know you don't believe in failure, yeah. neither, do, neither do I. Like Everything is a learning experience, but in the last, say, month, what has been some things that have happened that have really challenged you uh, so that people know a bit about what goes on behind the scenes? It's
1: a great question. Last month, um... Smart. I want to give you a really good answer.
0: Uh, you
1: know, there right now, there's a. Uh, I, I've made, I made a lot of executive maneuvers. Always have and always do. You're promoting, you're hiring, and there's you know there's clearly one, two, three people that have grossly underperformed in comparison to what I pushed for against other people's opinions, and I'm going to have to take on that loss. You yeah. know, there's there's a client that is that we spent an enormous amount of time courting that promised me behind the scenes we were gonna get some business. That didn't happen. So I look again like a losing player to my CFO and my leadership team. Um, And then in the macro like cork.com, forest.com, these are websites I launched that failed. You know, divisions within VaynerMedia. Um, There's a lot of failures, constant failures. I, I don't believe in dwelling about your failures, and I also think that micro failures, ones that don't put you out of business, need to be understood in a different way than completely going out of business. Mm-hmm. So those
0: are things that stand out. Yeah, cool, thank you for sharing. Do you have any mentors, Gary? Do you have anyone that you, you consult with regularly who you don't have to disclose their names, would you have anyone who you no, chat no, with? Happy
1: to no, I don't, but but I think my mentor is the, the, is the audience. I think that the consumer, the collective consumer, is my greatest mentor. I I speak with her every day through my content and through all my brand's contents. And I I really believe that. And I think, you know, there are people that I lean on who who have expertise, including within my own organization and outside of it, but not from a true mentor standpoint. I like, I know that the world, I know I've learned a lot of tried and true things about business, and now a lot of it is executing it in the market. So I learned in a different way than, than let's say a mentor.
0: Yeah. Well, some people prefer mentor, but I think it's fantastic. And and that's,
1: and that's why I bring it up. I learned in a different way. I think mentorship is amazing and many thrive off of it. It's just, it's not where I head to.
0: Yeah, I see that. That's cool. And lastly, Gary, what's your advice to, to my audience and, and beyond? So uh, I've got entrepreneurs, business owners, people who want to become business owners, you know, your standard audience. Um, and these guys are watching, probably looking for a gold nugget. What is it? What do you want to say to them before you go? Context.
1: Really get into context and patience. You know, I, I call it, fall in love with the cop. Context. Optimism and patience and practicality. C-O-P-P, fall in love with the cop. Uh, Context is when you put out content, know what the audience is, know who the audience is. If this was an audience of teachers, I'd be answering you differently.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, so know who your audience is on LinkedIn versus TikTok versus Facebook versus Instagram versus a podcast. Context matters when you put out content. Optimism matters i think way too many people are cynical if you've decided you've lost before you've started you've lost oh
0: yeah so i think
1: but then right behind optimism i believe in practicality some people are delusional i'm going to be a millionaire but they don't put in any work and then finally patience like this takes time it took a long time for me to build where i'm at right now Decade. and so i think people have to fall into that
0: yeah Totally agree, and uh, yeah, the journey is the journey is what makes it great. And I love what you're doing, Gary. Thank you again so much for coming on the Trillions podcast. I look forward to meeting you in the U.S.
1: I can't wait. Keep, it's a real pleasure.
0: Keep up the great work. Bye.
1: You too. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trillions with me as your host, Elise Grace. Please do me a favour and drop me a review on iTunes or if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. Would love to hear your feedback. Reading your reviews and comments keeps me inspired to keep creating the best interviews possible. If you want to stay up to date with all my movements, please check me out on social media at Elise Grace.